Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence, we shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's begin with a word of prayer. Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we have no King but you. We have no Lord but you. We have no God but you. And so we are here to worship you and praise you and that everything we do Everything we speak about, your word, and how we even look at your word and our actions, all of this is for you. As servants of the living God, we seek to serve you. We bless you, thank you, and just look forward to how you're going to work in our lives as we dedicate them to you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. All righty. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, You know, last week I had a special challenge for you. And I've got a report that a week later, nobody has taken me up on my challenge. So I'm going to challenge you again because, hey, (laughs) I think this is important. Many of you have been listening for a long while and been really complimentary and you know about my teaching and and I do appreciate that however I'm asking you to apply the teaching so I'm asking you to take a moment right now and say to yourself even take a piece of paper and a pencil and write down the names of Jewish people you know who do not believe in Yeshua whether they be a friend neighbor co-worker doctor attorney accountant whoever Write down their name and then ask them if they would like to go to a Passover Seder this year. If they say yes, here's what we would like you to find out. Uh, Their approximate age, what area they live in, and are they in an interfaith marriage. Now, as your partner, we will find a suitable Passover Seder for them. 
We are going to have home seders this year. We have community seders. And we also do seder demonstrations at various churches. The key is for you and I to partner together so we can invite Jewish friends to a Passover seder. And if you'd like to attend with them, let us know that too. Look, if you want a Passover Seder at your church or even a demonstration, call and let us know. This is a great opportunity for you to respond to the heart of Messiah. We talked about that all last week. We we gave a scriptural foundation for doing this. The greatest gift you can give someone, especially a Jewish person, is to introduce them to Messiah. God has to touch their heart, but our job is to make the first step. So would you email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org? Or you can call our office and speak to Karen at 813-831-5673. You can do it right now and leave a message. We'll call you back. We're trying to make this easy. And at the same time, we want to offer you this book because we think it is a, it, it's a very worthwhile book for all believers, but especially for those who listen to this program and, and their hearts are with us in, in this area of appointed times. It's written by uh, Messianic Rabbi Barney Kasdan, and he takes us through the holy days of Leviticus 23 and includes Hanukkah and Purim. And each chapter offers uh, background, historical, traditional Jewish observance, relevance to the New Covenant, tra- uh, you know, significance and a practical guide for believers, uh, including recipes, songs, and crafts. So we'll send you this book as a love, love gift. We'll pay for the uh, you know, the mail, uh, just send us $25 or more. Call our office at 813-831-5673 or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Well, I know we're a little early, but let's talk today about the spring feasts. Would you turn in your Bibles to... You know the cha- uh, you know the book and you know the chapter, right? Leviticus twenty three, and we find that uh, God is speaking to us there about His moedim, His appointed times. When you hear the word moedim, it's appointed times that we're supposed to keep forever. So the spring appointed times, all. Well, actually, all the appointed times deal with Yeshua. They all reflect what has happened or what is going to happen. And specifically, the spring appointed times, has they have been fulfilled. The fall appointed times are yet to be fulfilled, and that is quite exciting. So let's talk today about the spring appointed times because it is springtime. Isn't it gorgeous? Isn't the weather just amazing? Thank you, Lord, right? (laughs) First, let's look at our calendar. By the way, did you celebrate yesterday? You say, what should I have celebrated? 
It was New Year's Day. <laughs> the first of Nisan was yesterday. Exodus 12.2. Now, if you came to our congregation, you celebrated New Year's yesterday. This month, it says in Exodus 12.2, will mark the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year for you. So Passover in this month, this year, uh, begins April 22nd, but the new year was yesterday. So, yes, Friday night, April 22nd, we're going to even have a Passover service, so, uh, uh, Seder. So feel free to come to our, our service that night. Now, in Leviticus 23, you and I, of course, know that the first appointed time is Shabbat, is the Sabbath. And that's something we celebrate weekly, so it's very easy to remember when it is, right? <laughs> Let's read it. Leviticus 23.1. Then Adonai, remember Adonai means the Lord, spoke to Moses saying, Speak to B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel, and tell them, These are the appointed Moadim of Adonai, which you are to proclaim to be holy convocations, my appointed times, my Moadim. So they're to be holy before the Lord. Work may be done for six days, but the seventh day is a Shabbat of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You are to do no work. It is a Shabbat, a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. Notice that it is not a Jewish holy day Shabbat, nor are these feasts coming up. They are appointed times for, I believe, all believers, all who believe that Leviticus 23 is still important today. Amen. Let's look at verse 4. These are the appointed feasts of Adonai, holy convocations, which you are to proclaim in their appointed season. Now, look, when God repeats things, I believe it's words to take notice right so again a moedim is an appointed place an appointed time a meeting it's it's setting up an appointment god is setting up an appointment with us so in leviticus 23 5 it says during the first month on the 14th day of the month in the evening is adonai's passover is pesach is the lord's passover on the 15th day of the same month is the Feast of Matzot to Adonai, or the Feast of, of um, Matzah. For seven days you're to eat matzah. Now look, most Jews have put these two appointed times into one called Passover. Okay, and Passover is a reminder of God's salvation. It is redemption from Egypt to the promised land. Now, the Feast of Unleavened Bread in Leviticus 23.6 is a reminder of the sin in our lives. It's also a reminder that Yeshua, who is the bread of life, who had no sin in him, cleanses us from all sin because 
He is the Lamb of God, the final sacrifice. We see in Yochanan, in John one twenty nine. the next day John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Oh, this is so exciting. I find this great. Absolutely. Leviticus 23, verse 9. Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them, When you have come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you are to bring the omer of the first fruits to your harvest to the priest. And so we see that the next holy day, which is in this Leviticus 23.9, is Yom Habikurim, which is the feast or, or the day of first fruits. And it is a reminder of God's resurrection power. This is the time that we as Messianic Jews celebrate the resurrection because it's, it's it's in scripture and then we see as uh collabora- you know corroborating it uh in 1 Corinthians 15:20 but now Messiah has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep for since death came through a man the resurrection of the dead also has come through a man for as in adam all die so also in messiah will all will all be made alive but each in its own order messiah the first fruits then at his coming those who belong to messiah so we see yom habikurim as resurrection power amen Okay, we go to counting the Omer, which you'll never hear about probably, but it's in Scripture, so why should I ignore it, right? Leviticus twenty three fifteen. Then you are to count from the morrow after the Shabbat, from the day that you brought the Omer of the wave offering, seven complete Shabbatot, which is Sabbaths, until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath, you are to count 50 days and then present a grain offering to Adonai. Now, I've got to tell you, people in my congregation, not all, I'm sure, but many of them, we count those 50 days off and we do it with a like a, a short study uh, of Scripture and prayer. Now, if you would like that book, I, I'm, I don't have it yet ready, but certainly you can email us and, and call us and let me know because those books uh, for Counting the Omer will be available shortly. Now, Counting the Omer is a reminder of that we are waiting upon the Lord and know that God is using this time for our growth. And secondly, God took us from bondage and brought us into freedom. Amen? So after the 50 days, we have Shavuot, which is called the Feast of Weeks. And we know in Scripture it talks about the seven weeks. But in Leviticus 23, 16, it says, and we read this, but let's read it again. Until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, you are to count 50 days and then, which is Shavuot, present a new grain offering to the Lord. 
And then in verse 21, it says, you are to make a proclamation on the same day that there is to be a holy convocation, in other words, services, and you shall do no regular work. This is a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. Now, you figure out how long that is and and who's involved in that. (laughs) So Shavuot is the Feast of Weeks. It's a reminder of God giving us the law, the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai in Exodus 20. It's also a reminder that God gave us the power of his Holy Spirit in Acts 2. Both of those things happen, the law and the Spirit on Shavuot. How amazing is that? A thought about the dates of Easter and Passover. This is for those who just like this kind of thing. You know, Constantine, uh, the Roman Empire, in the Council of Nicaea in 325, they unanimously ruled that Easter should be celebrated on the first Sunday after the first moon. If the full moon should occur on a Sunday and coincide with Passover, Easter should be celebrated on the Sunday after. So Easter and Passover wouldn't be at the same time. What he was trying to do was separate out the faith, Judaism, from Christianity. And that's where so many of the difficulties began. Let me ask you this. Should Christians celebrate the appointed times in Leviticus 23? Well, Colossians 2:16 says, "Therefore, do not let anyone pass judgment on you in matters of food or drink or in respect to a festival or new moon or a Sabbath. These are a foreshadowing of things to come, but the reality is Messiah. So what do I believe? Well, you can celebrate it, or you don't have to. My question would be, why not? (laughs) Yeshua celebrated the feast. Paul celebrated the feast. There are scriptural, uh, it says in scripture, the appointed times that God says to keep them forever. Okay, I understand. It's not a church tradition. I get that. But you decide what is God saying to your heart. In Romans 14, 4, it says, Who are you to judge another servant before his own master he stands or falls? Yes, he shall stand, for the Lord is able to make them stand. One person esteems one day over another, uh, while another judges every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes that day does so to the Lord. The one who eats eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And he who abstains, abstains to the Lord, and he gives thanks to God, for none of us lives for himself, and none dies for himself. So the point is this. It's up to you. When we celebrate these special days, whether you, if you celebrate it, Yeshua should be the center of our celebration because he is the one who came to fulfill the prophetic significance of each of the appointed times. So as we look at the spring feast, let us see some of the important biblical principles. First of all, let me mention Amos 3.7. 
Have you been in the book of Amos lately? <laughs> For the Lord Adonai will do nothing unless he has revealed his counsel to his servants, the prophets. So in Leviticus 23, God provides a picture of this entire plan, his entire plan for mankind through the feasts. And this is another reason to celebrate them. Yeshua fulfills the feasts in Leviticus 23. God is faithful to Christians because he has been faithful in his word to Jewish people and faithful in his prophetic word. And so his faithfulness is seen all through these holy days. You know, Passover, his faithfulness we see in 1 Corinthians 5-7, whose blood would be shed for our sins. It talks about the Passover lamb. And in in John 19-14, Passover at the same hour that the lambs were being slaughtered for the Passover meal that evening— you know, unleavened bread, it, it paints the picture of that sinless life of Messiah. And as I mentioned, that Yeshua's body was in the grave like a planted seed. And he becomes the bread of life, uh, resurrection. And, and, and look, these uh, Leviticus 23.10, this idea of resurrection is, is, is pointing uh, to Yeshua, obviously, who was resurrected on this very day, which is the one reason that Paul refers to him in 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty as first fruits from the dead. And in, in the weeks in the Pentecost, we see that it not only points to the law, but it also points to the Spirit both for Jew and Gentile. And we see great numbers were saved. 3,000 were saved that day. And it points to Jews and Gentiles, one in Messiah. Look, last week I had a special challenge for you. I'm asking you to take it up this week. Okay? Ask a friend who is Jewish whether or not they want to go to a Passover Seder this year with you to look okay it's a messianic passover seder but ask them they might say yes look it it, it's something uh interesting have them come are they friends neighbors co-workers accountants attorneys doctors write down their name ask them if they would like to go to the seder this year with you and let us know approximately their age what area they live in and are they in an interfaith marriage? We, as your partner, will find a suitable Passover Seder for them and for you. We have home Seders. We have community Seders. We have Seders in different areas, in different communities. We have on different days. We have Seder demonstrations in various churches. The key is to partner with us so that we can invite your Jewish friend to a Passover Seder. And as I said, if you want to come with them, let us know that too. If you want a Passover Seder at your church, call us and let us know. This is such a great opportunity. Look, we reviewed the spiritual, the scriptural foundation for this last week. This is one of the greatest gifts you can give out to introduce your Jewish friends to their Messiah by going to a Passover Seder. 
I, I believe it's going to touch their heart. God needs to touch their heart. Our job is to get them there. Please email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org or call the office. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Speak to Karen, 813-831-5673. Don't forget the book, Appointed Times, for $25 or more. Again, speak to Karen about that, and she will email it out to you. May the Lord be your first priority. And may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah with action this week. Amen. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel.